Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh, our last episode of the year. Yes, it's the last episode of season three of Sisters Who Posh. We are just taking a look back on 2022. We set goals at the very beginning of the year. We're going to go back through, see how we did on some of those goals, and then also talk about what our new year's resolutions are for reselling for 2023 very excited to chat through our goals we we decided we set a lot of goals for this year we're gonna try to be a little more concise for 2023's (laughs) goals so we can really be laser focused but more on that in a little bit yes so what is going on this week not too much just gearing up for christmas here but i had kind of an exciting thrift store find Turned out to be a bit of a heartbreaker, but I'm still excited about it nonetheless. Okay, so you know how a few weeks ago we were talking about how our cousin Mackenzie has been on the hunt on Poshmark for a Louis Vuitton Neverfull tote bag? Yes. Okay. So, Which, I do really we have any updates for... from her or we're still waiting? I I believe she's still waiting. I feel, I feel okay. like she's per- looking for the perfect deal. But anyway, I was thrifting and I was at my favorite thrift store fun fact the one that me and Maddie took the photo that then Macy our other sister illustrated into our cover art that's my like go-to goodwill got some pretty good stuff there and left and I was driving home and I drive by this one goodwill that I usually never go to but for some reason I was just like feeling called to it and sometimes you just have that premonition that you need to stop by the thrift store today's the day yeah, Something's you ever had that feeling? You just—I was just yes. feeling pulled. Exactly. I literally had called Rick or I texted him, being like, "Hey, I'm on my way home." So I like called him and I'm like, "Hey, like I'm feeling pulled to this last goodwill. Like I'm gonna stop in." And he was like, "Okay." <laughs> but <laughs> then, okay, so I go in and I'm like searching, searching around, not really finding too much. And then I look across to the bag section and I see a Louis Vuitton never full bag. And this lady's kind of shopping like around it. So first I was like, is it her bag? Like, but no, it's like hung up. And I'm like, she's going to take it. She's going to take it. I'm like hovering, like getting over there. Then she moves and it's there. So I snatch it up, put it in my cart and I'm like inspecting it. I'm like, this has to be fake. This has to be fake. But like, it's a pretty good fake. Like the love (laughs) is like matching up. Like it's looking pretty good. And I look at the price tag. Normally like, I don't know. I feel like we went to that Salvation Army in Dallas when I was visiting you, and they had a whole case of like Gucci, Louis Vuitton, like luxury items, but they had them all marked for like two or three hundred dollars, like, like a really lot. Expensive. Yeah, <laughs> and they were so like not I, that good of items. In there. Yeah, they were also probably fake, so it was a little bit <laughs> a bit much. But anyway, so I was like looking. I'm like, oh, what are they going to have this priced at? Like, you know, Goodwill sometimes millions, just yeah. feeling bold with the pricing. I. 
look at the price and it's $24.99. And I'm like, <gasps> so I'm like, okay, I have to get this. So I take a video, I'm sending it to you. I'm sending it to our cousin Shelby. And yeah, I pull up like some blog articles trying to like authenticate it myself in the store. And I'm like, I, it has to be fake. Like it for sure has to be fake. Sure enough, I'm looking a little closer at like the little stitching al- along the top edge. And there's like one spot where it's doesn't look pristine you know and i'm like uh, i feel like this is for sure a fake and then a couple other things it's for sure a fake it's not real now i basically have a louis vuitton neverfull bag for myself <laughs> oh, amazing congratulations i know i was like if it's real i think i'm morally obligated to send it to ken's our cousin oh yeah <laughs> merry christmas merry christmas ken's <laughs> and then I was thinking, I'm like, well, should I send it to her anyway? Like, I don't know. But I know she is going to get a real one. So I'm like. Mm. Right. Then our cousin Shelby was trying to buy it off me. Then I've had a few friends reach out because I posted on our, my, like, reseller Instagram. And, like, other people are like, I've been looking for one. Like, let me know if you don't want it. <laughs> but I think this one might just have to become a Merry Christmas Tay. Love it. Put it. Put it, wrap it up, put it under the tree to Taylor from to Taylor. Tay from Tay, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, Amazing. oh my God, my heart was racing when I saw it. Okay, I think we've told this story on the podcast before, but like, I think I ever went thrifting for a thing. There was like a Louis Vuitton bag in the bag section. I'm sure it was fake too. Like, I'm just assuming all of these are fake. I don't know for sure because I never even checked. And it was marked to like $29.99. And at the time I was like, oh, like, no, like that's way too expensive. You're like, I only pay $3. And yeah. Every day for, I'm like, no, I'm buying exhilaration for like $3 to resell for $10. Like that's the business model. That's the um, plan. <laughs> so, yeah. So ever since that day, I've just been hoping to find another. And oh my gosh, I was so excited. It's in really good condition. Like the outside, I'm so excited about it. Like I know it's fake, but like- I don't care. <laughs> amazing. No, that's like, I mean, if if it's in good it's just like an amazing bag and like happens right? to look like a Louis Vuitton. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh my so, gosh. That's exciting. Very exciting. And wait, did, so did you have like it was $24.99 before the coupon? $19.99, baby. Oh my gosh. Under 20 bucks. What a deal. I know. I know. And you have to spend $20 in order to use the coupon. And I didn't get anything else when I was there. Like, it was actually a flop besides that bag. But I just, <laughs> it was like a lighthouse calling out to me. And then, I, like, I was reminded why I don't, really don't go to that one because there's, like, nothing. <laughs> and then you but, look at the other racks and you're like, ooh. Yeah, but since it was twenty four ninety nine, I had just enough to use the coupon. Perfect. So. <laughs> Amazing. What is new with you this? So, not too much. I... You know, when you when you're giving secondhand gifts, though, you kind of have to put in a little grunt work <laughs> sometimes. Oh yeah. I've been putting on. one of these Patagonias I got. It had the like a random company logo on it that I'm going to be gifting, and it occurred to me this morning I'm gonna get going on the seam ripper. Oh, the seam ripper <laughs> of this, and it needs a a sweater shave as well. So. I started working on that this morning. I decided I've only done it once before of the seam ripping a company logo off. And I did it all in one sitting. And like, man, your hands are kind of tired. Getting some early onset arthritis. Yeah. So I've decided I'm doing it in like segments this time. 
So I, I worked on it a little bit this morning. Man, this one is really, really on there. So I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to get it off or get it off perfectly in time for Christmas. But luckily I have some like other ideas for the, the person that's going to be receiving it. But yeah, I, I, I need to get going on that. Part of me, like we're, we have this long road trip for Christmas this year and like part of me this morning was like maybe I could just do it in the car and I'm like like yes but like that's way too under the wire like (laughs) I was actually just gonna suggest that I was gonna be like oh it's kind of like I'm picturing you like you know or even at night when you're watching tv it's like yeah like cross stitching or knitting but you're just like seam ripping (laughs) I should do it while I'm watching tv I was just sitting there doing it for a while you need a distraction but yeah, I mean, it might be doing it in the car, but I, I need to get some some more hours in on it <laughs> to, to make sure it's ready to go. That's the thing with secondhand gifts is like you don't want it to look dinge. So yeah. got to make sure it looks good. But that's what I was working on this morning. Otherwise, not too much reselling wise, just with all the Christmas, you know gifts and activities yeah trying to get everything ready to go as holidays quickly approach but yeah no other Poshmark updates this week I do have a pretty big life update that I am excited to share with everyone this week a Maddie's news update (laughs) we are coming to you live (laughs) with my update my update is i'm pregnant (laughs) so yeah we're super excited i'm over halfway halfway there so you know (laughs) (laughs) but oh my gosh i'm so excited you're finally sharing the news thank you yeah it has been hard not to share on the podcast just because my I feel like my like my what's going on this week's have been very lackluster <laughs> the last <laughs> couple months and true that is pretty much the reason why of just different energy levels and you know just other things being top of mind so the update <laughs> oh my god well congratulations i know everyone's gonna be so excited we're gonna have a sister suhash baby in the family it is a girl. I will share that as well. So she will oh. need a sweatshirt, a Sister oh, Zuposh yeah. sweatshirt for sure. Oh, ordering as we speak. How do we not think of this yet? <laughs> you know she's a podcast fan. Oh, yeah. Huge fan of the podcast. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I've been listening to The Toast, formerly The Morning Toast, because that's Maddie's favorite podcast for forever. And she's got me hooked on it, too. They all were talking about how, because one of the hosts, Jackie, had a baby, you know, and yeah, the other co-host, Claudia, always says that she has like a special bond and the baby like lights up whenever they hear her voice. And she <laughs> thinks it's because like they record the podcast together every day. So the baby like knew her voice from the womb from like listening to her. Oh, talk my gosh. Do you think that's going to be me and BB? so because when we talk on the phone not recording the podcast I always have it on speakerphone so exactly and then the editing of it all like come on true yeah 
I'll just, oh my gosh, I have such a good gift idea. I should get those. <laughs> that like, they look like suction cups that attach to like your stomach. So you can like play like, you know, Mozart for your baby. Yeah, but yeah, instead, yeah. you can plug them in for like when you're editing. So like the baby can get like every last sound of my Ounce voice. of this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Be- <laughs> <laughs> Ordering uh-huh. as we speak again. <laughs> But no, yes. in all seriousness, we're so excited. No one's more excited than me, I think. I think I'm the top <laughs> most excited. I was like, thank you. Announce it, so. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I figured it was a good en- good time to announce it with being the the last episode of season three. So it was time. True, and we were going to be taking a short podcast break for a few weeks, and then we'll come back probably mid-January. So it's like, oh, my God. What if we had to wait a whole entire till mid-January? Like, no. I don't think you would have survived. <laughs> no, I would have had to put up a solo episode announcing it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so we also have a posh news update. It pales in comparison to Maddie's update, but... Um, <laughs> There has been a little update on Poshmark as far as the live selling live shows go. They finally introduced the bundle feature. So up to five pounds. Now, if you purchase multiple items from any live show, they will be shipped together automatically. You only have to pay shipping once. Gone are the days of like the sellers having to like cancel the order, repurchase like it as a bundle. I had heard horror stories that like, people's credit card companies started like putting fraud claims on it because there were so many canceled and the repurchased orders like happening in a short time frame (laughs) (laughs) so it's a big update it's been long awaited yeah been in the works for months like I feel like that was like the talk already when we were at Posh Fest at the end of September was they just launched it and they already knew they were working on this feature so exciting that it's here amazing Yes, they said it's up to five pounds. So as long as the bundle is under five pounds, you're good to go. So that brings us to the main event today, which is our 2022 look back and 2023 New Year's resolutions. So look forward. Look forward. (laughs) So we listened back to the 2022 new year's resolutions and (laughs) have some thoughts (laughs) have some updates on how these went like taylor was saying at the very beginning of the episode i think the biggest thing was like man we have way too many goals for 2023 which is like good to like have a lot of ideas they weren't super concise if you try to spread yourself too thin over too many goals sometimes it's like you're doing a lot but it's not adding not, up. You're moving the needle a little on a lot of things, but you're not moving the needle a lot on one thing. Yeah. So what were your 2022 goals and what what are your thoughts? What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So 2022 goal, we, we set, I did, I will give us this. We did set like a word for 2022, which I thought was a great idea. So my word for 2022 was streamline just basically like streamlining some of the processes, streamlining the time I spent on reselling. And then also I had a goal for thrifting while I was out of town or on vacation. And then also trying new thrifting spots in 2022. The streamline goal I think went pretty well. 
especially with like trying out posture VA for a few months. I think I was like in a good routine with that and saw some like, not like an increase of sales, but saw like an increase in productivity of like me spending less time on some of that, which is something I'm, I am reconsidering for 2023 is getting the posture VA up and running again. I really recommend it, honestly. It's yeah. It's so nice not having to think about it at all. Yeah. When you get into your goals for next year, it's just like, time is like going to be your probably biggest thing next year that you're wanting to get back. So that's one easy way to like, just take something completely off your plate. True. True. Yeah. That's a really good thing to think about. The thrifting while I'm out of town on vacation, I think I did pretty well. I'm like realizing I wish I would have taken more vacations because the list is that not that issue. big. <laughs> that, yeah, I need to take more vacations is what I'm realizing. But mm-hmm. I did go to a thrift store in Austin when I was there and I found a pair of Goldie jeans, which was very exciting. And then the couple times I was in Phoenix this year, I don't think we ended up doing a lot of thrifting, but we did a lot of half price books purchasing, which is thrifting. It's just books instead of like books for ourselves, <laughs> like not for reselling. Yes. So I would say that's definitely a win on that front. And I know like when you and Macy came to Dallas, we definitely did a lot of thrifting. So it's not really like a vacation for me, but still in the same like area and then for the like new thrifting spots mm, (laughs) didn't do that great with this i did go to uptown cheapskates she gets in the car and she just streamline drives to (laughs) plato's yeah yeah even like i haven't even gone to salvation army as much this year i think i did pretty bad I feel like you only go to Plato's. No, but you just kept I having try... good Plato's halls and you were just like, I know. I go anywhere else. <laughs> Why make it hard? I'm trying to streamline this. Some of the goals were not adding up. <laughs> <laughs> True. With each other. But I did try Uptown Cheapskates last week and I did go to a Once Upon a Child in months as well. So. I did try. Hey, I have to ask you something. This, I thought it was Uptown Cheap Skate. Yeah. But you say Uptown Cheap Skates, and it's kind of reminded me of when people say Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> Wait, now I have to Google it. I don't really know. I, I just want to know who's right and who's wrong here. Oh, I noticed dollar. it last week when you were talking about it, too, Uh-oh. but I just can't let it go on another week. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> Why'd you not bring it up last week? Well, so, that was like my whole update. If you were saying it or not, or like I don't know. And then now it's just like, no, she's called it. Well, I thought it was like more than one cheapskate, but it's no, just yours one. Makes, yours makes sense. That's why I started questioning. I was just like, hmm. could be right. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, just had to. But yeah, those were my. Had to clock 20- you on that one. Those were my 2022 goals and kind of my thoughts on them. Before I get into my 2023 goals, what were your 2022 goals and how did they go? Yeah. So my word of the year was consistency, focusing on having better routines and planning to take time off 
with like having a game plan in place, I guess, in advance, not just like go not the for like a week. Just <laughs> twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about this again? Because <laughs> July twenty twenty two was no better. Okay. Oops. Um. Whoopsies. Okay. So. Yeah, I feel like the beginning of the year, I was doing well with that. When we, after we recorded our episode, I got in a really good routine with like consistently listing, had like a pretty good routine with sourcing. And I was pretty much taking like every weekend fully off, which was, has been really nice. And then um, July came again. And, you know, we really thought that we were going to be ready this year because in 2021, it was such a thing that I was like, yeah, July like rocked my world. And then this year, my husband, Rick, his, he had appendicitis, he had appendix surgery to get it removed. And then like everything that could possibly go wrong with it went wrong. Like he kept getting chronic infections. He was in the hospital like three different times. He was in, in and out. Yeah. He was off work for six weeks total with between like recovering at home and like, I think being in the hospital for like two of the weeks, crazy times. So that was a whole blur and kind of showed me that life happens sometimes and I don't think there's really anything I could have done to be like prepared for that in advance but it made me think of what happens if something unexpected happens in the future there's probably some things I could do to make it a little easier on myself yeah well I mean you had like the posture VA going and things like that where it wasn't just you were shut down for six weeks no no my closet was on the whole time and and I made sales that was definitely like the when I think of the year like where I would say, yeah, it was just not, it was just not a consistent time in my life. So it was also just not a consistent time with shop Taylor J reselling business. Right. But we got through it. It was good. And then I feel like in the fall in September, that is when I got approved on whatnot. And I got in a really good routine through the fall, the last like three months with doing consistent live selling. I had some of my best months ever. So we turned it around. So that was good. I felt like the live shows really got me in a very consistent routine of like, I was sourcing a ton. I was selling a ton. I was moving through inventory very quickly. And then just like, since like Thanksgiving and I was back in Wisconsin for a a wedding of a friend and now just like the holidays, just a busy time. I feel like I've been a little more inconsistent. Some of those routines still doing a good job listing and making some sales, but yeah, I just had some like high points with consistency throughout the year and then some like times that were more lax, which I think is normal too. So overall, yeah. it was pretty good. Definitely. I mean, it's like for anyone, it's hard if you are on PTO for like a week. Like you catch off when, when you get back. To go, to go back in and just be like hitting on all cylinders, you know. Exactly. Yeah. I got to give myself like a pass on that. I'm not going to like not go to my friend's wedding you know <laughs> like I have things that I need to do outside of reselling it can't just be like my only focus so just having the balance and then just continuing to find good routines that work for me that make it as easy as possible to like step away yeah like you said the posture VA was a big helper this year um, I think I did a good job with consistently listing overall like even in I guess in my head I'm like telling myself like oh I'm not I could be doing better with my routines like in the month of December, end of November, but like, I've still been doing a ton of listing. I've been doing a ton of sourcing. It's really just the live shows that I haven't really done in a couple weeks, but that's still pretty consistent. Like I've listed. When you were doing what you're doing now 
earlier in the year, you were like, I'm nailing it. I'm listing yeah, 10 exactly. a day. I'm doing this. I'm doing all the things. But the live yeah. selling wasn't even a thing. So now you're adding that extra pressure on yourself to right. like also be doing that, which I think it's fine that you're figuring out like you went hard on the live selling a good amount of time. And now you're figuring out like long term, how does this fit in yeah. with what I want to do? And I think like a lot of t- like in my head, I think that it's like, I'll be succeeding at being consistent when I have like a super rigid, like Monday through Friday, like set routine. But like, I don't know if it will ever really be like that for me, you know? Cause it's like part of having your own business is like kind of having the flexibility to like do what makes sense from time to time and not be like Mondays, I source Tuesdays, I photograph like kind of thing, you know? So figuring that all out of like what actually works for me to like keep up with everything and feel good about it yeah so for the year I'm just looking at my closet insights I published 2300 listings feeling pretty good about that yeah definitely so then we had a couple reselling goals that both of us had for 2022 that we wanted to talk about so one of them was to double our sales from the prior year which we were referring to double or nothing. Yeah, that <laughs> that we we talked about this this summer in one of our episodes about like realistic goal setting of just not like throwing a number out there and making yourself hit it some your fingers. <laughs> yeah, without making like drastic changes, which we did have a lot of other goals 22. So like you know, there was ways to increase our sales in 2022, but I definitely did not double my sales from the prior year. No, and I didn't either. Yeah, we're realizing that probably wasn't the most realistic goal. It, it's like a goal that sounds great, <laughs> but it's actually really hard to do once you've been reselling for a little while. So that's kind of our thoughts on that one. Our another goal we had both of us was to expand into more categories, which I think is actually a good goal. I know I personally did not do great at this. I, like we said, was just really hitting up Plato's, doing my, doing my thing. I was so. I was thinking about this though, and I think you kind of did do it because in like the first year we were reselling. I feel like you didn't do as many jeans and now I feel like you sell a lot of jeans. Yeah, I guess. And even and in dresses. Like dresses, like and even in like 2021, I was not even looking at the dresses. And I feel like now I know more like revolve brands of like what to yeah. look for for dresses. So I guess I will give myself a little bit of credit with the dresses and the the jeans. But I think you started making the transition with the jeans and the dresses, like probably in 2021 towards the end but like I think this year like was really when you've been doing it that's like yeah the main things I'm selling at this point right I think I talked in the episode about like shoes and bags I always hear resellers talking about how like shoes and bags are like the categories that hold a lot more value in general because that's like a lot of like when you think of like luxury items it's like yeah bags designer shoes you know some of the Nordstrom brands that aren't like designer but like I don't know like Sam I don't know like high yeah. quality leather bags and shoes hold their value pretty well and it seems like a lot of the styles are more like classic so they don't 
go in and out as much as like a dress or a, I don't know, that kind of thing. And I feel like I did branch out, especially with shoes this year and bags, I would say. Like I, yeah. I used to never even check those section at the thrift store. Cause it's like not fun for me to shop in those areas. Like it's just not fun, but like thinking about it as like, okay, I'm reselling full time now. And that's like the, the categories that do in general hold their profit pretty well. Like I need to be checking. Cause I, I have found like a, a nice bag or a nice pair of shoes here or there that I could buy at the thrift store. And then like, you know, the profit I can sell it for. $75 or more. Great. And especially like lately, I've been going a little bit more, a little bit more to last chance. I think I've been like three times in the last maybe month to six weeks. And I've been like pretty much focusing on the shoes when I go there. Cause it's all Nordstrom brands. I don't know. I feel like at last chance, I, I love looking at the other categories too. Don't get me wrong. But like a lot of times the like dresses and stuff like there, they have a ton of flawed items there where it's like, I feel like on the shoes, it like hides it a little better. Like if there's like scuff or something on the, sh- you could maybe still Probably sell them. You know out. what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not like a ripped dress that I would have to like get mended. Yeah. Like even, like I said, like some of those brands, like Sam Edelman, like even like Corky's, like just some of these random brands that are just made of high quality materials, you know, you can get them for like under $10 at last chance sometimes and then sell them for like $75. It's a good, good flip. That's awesome. Trying to do that more. Could do it, continue doing it better, but. I mean, I know I'm still kicking myself from that coach purse you had in the live show that I just, I really wanted, but I didn't, I didn't buy. I'm still thinking about that one. (laughs) So if you find any more, let me know. You never know. You never know. Is the season. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would, be, <laughs> I would be so grateful. Okay. And then we were going to quickly just recap some of our highlights from the year. So one exciting thing this last year was we attended our first Posh Fest live in person. We did a full episode all about our experience, but overall, like that was something we've been talking about wanting to do. Like since we started reselling and found out about it, when we found out it was in Houston and it was going to be in person for the first time. In a while, we were there. Yes, that was so much fun. Such a bucket list reselling experience. Another thing we did in 2022 was try our hand at live selling. That was like a big step for us and something we we both really enjoyed off the bat and are figuring out like how does this fit in with our normal reselling businesses. But yeah, live selling was a definitely a highlight for us for 2022. Right. Like, I feel like if you look at, like, of what will people remember from 2022 on Poshmark? It's like, definitely the live selling comes to mind. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Another exciting moment, especially for me, was in the spring when I won the Hard and Hustle oh, grant yes. for $5,000. That was so exciting. Loved it. Great times. We're so proud. Can't stop talking about it. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> Another highlight of 2022 was finally doing our crossover episode with the Thrifter Sisters podcast. That was our first guest on the podcast that was not someone that is related to us. And major milestone. Major milestone for Sister Soupage. Our first time being interviewed on a podcast as well, being on theirs. So that was so much fun and something we want to keep doing as well. 
yeah, we definitely want to do a few more interviews. And I, I mean, we do also have some family interviews scheduled that we want to do. Yes, too. yes. Oh. Of course. <laughs> There'll be plenty more of those. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we will never run out of family members. So. No, no, no. And every week there's a new family member getting involved. So <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Love but it. yeah, I'm sure we're forgetting other highlights too. But overall, really fun year. Like we did our Dallas thrifting trip with Macy. That was really fun. I mean, the books, my my books went from like one bookshelf to now I have like five bookshelves. So And a Kindle. <laughs> and a Kindle. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, this was the year of half-price books for us. We, To say the least. <laughs> All right, so let's set some 2023 goals. Again, we're not set a million like last year. So what... What are you thinking for 2023? Okay, so to put a word to it, I would say my 2023 word and goal is profit, like being profit-minded, being business-minded. Like I really want to not buy without checking comps. I want to do a better job of like using the reports and like analyzing my own sales every month. Um, We were joking Maddie's job is always like doing like month end close for her work. And I want to be doing my own yeah. month end close for my work. So yeah. Um, yeah, so that's something I want to be a lot more diligent about this year. I go through phases where I'm like more on top of that than other times, but I feel like that'll be like the big thing that I can consistently do to like actually take a step back, look at the numbers, not just be going based on like my feelings of like, oh, I feel like this is selling well lately. Like I really want to know my business better i feel like that's a great step so follow me along the journey of just becoming a spreadsheet girly love it can't wait <laughs> that seems like music to my ears join the club <laughs> <laughs> what about you yeah so 2023 is going to be obviously different for me than it has been for in prior years so oh, your sales aren't going to skyrocket so i'm doubling my May? sales again next year <laughs> Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Yeah, we were joking when we were making the outline of like, oh, I'm just going to have all this time off from work in the spring. Like, (laughs) obviously not (laughs) going to be laying around. (laughs) (laughs) Not busy at all. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so with all of that in mind, I was thinking about reselling and thrifting in general from more of a buyer perspective in 2023, since I know there's going to be a lot of things that I need to buy. There's a lot of things I've already bought and a lot of things on a registry that maybe I'll be gifted. And if not, then I have to buy. I know. How can one seven pound girly just need all this stuff? We don't know, but yeah. Yes. But my goal for 2023 and beyond is to just have a thrifty mindset and just try to take that into other areas of my life so I think some like action items with that would be to like look at you know look at once upon a child and places like that for some of the baby items or clothes that we'll need to purchase rather than and and some of it's just being like intentional of doing things further in advance where like it's so easy if it's like the last minute to like buy something on Amazon for like an event you have to go to, but it's so much harder, like planning 
months before to find that perfect thrifted outfit, obviously. So I'm not going to pretend like my child is only going to have thrifted clothes. That's not realistic for me. (laughs) Maybe that was a dream at one point, but I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah, just trying to be having that mindset of checking these different places different like thrift stores also the kid is an app that our cousin Shelby discussed on the episode we had with her I I need to re-listen to that one and it'll have so much more meaning now I need to take notes on some of those brands she was talking about (laughs) (laughs) we have to do an episode with her part two yes an update (laughs) But just checking some of those other spots, especially thinking of like a baby where it's like, you know, they're going to be outgrowing the clothes so quickly. So if I can always be like X number of sizes ahead, casually looking on apps or in person or whatever, I'm able to find stuff, pick them up. If I'm not, then, you know, buy them from other places, obviously. Just having that mindset, I think, is important to me this year especially since I know my reselling is going to be probably like the numbers are going to be lower I know in the part-time episode we talked about how part of my like self-esteem at this point is being a reseller so I don't want to lose that you know yeah but I'm maybe not going to be doing it as much yeah I think that's smart to just have like to take a step back and like figure out what's going to be realistic and scale it back to like the parts of it that you really like and eliminate like trim the fat basically of like yeah taking up your time so yeah from like the reselling perspective I'm definitely going to be more selective in 2023 of like items I'm picking up and you had the idea for me to be more like profit goal per item minded which I, I haven't figured out exactly what like the dollar amount will be but if I'm say like I'm at Plato's and I'm checking comps and it's not going to make me, you know, X number of profit. That is my like standard now. Then I just don't pick it up. I think having that as like a, a black line in the sand that you have to follow would be really good because it is so easy when you find items that are like maybe not the best profit, but you know, it'll sell eventually to just pick it up in the moment and then you're like, well, now I have to go through all the work to do this. And it's the same amount of work as the higher profit one. I think figuring out what that profit goal per item should be. I'm going to look at some of my sales, only my best sales ever, but like realistic profit number so I can figure out what that line in the sand should be for me. And then also you just had so many great ideas for me. It's just so easy to see other people's businesses so much more clearly than your own, I feel like. yeah, yeah. (laughs) When you're you're not so in it. (laughs) Like, you don't have time to be selling free people t-shirts from 2015 for $10 anymore. (laughs) You don't have time. Okay, fine. The other idea you had, which I really like as well, is potentially streamlining the categories. So this is totally against the 2022 goal of expanding the categories, but- (laughs) Streamlining the categories to just like three, like jeans, dresses, shoes, or something, whatever, whatever those categories might be. So then when I go to a thrift store, when I have my big moment, my big outing to go to a thrift store, I can just look at those sections and either then go home or 
I can look at the other sections in my size only. So I still have that, you know, thrifty mindset if I want something for myself, but I don't need to be scouring the entire store like sometimes we are. So I really like that one. When we talked to thrifter sisters, like how they are focusing more on being like an expert in certain categories and like even certain like brands and items, having that expertise in certain categories is, I think, honestly, you could be making more money in 2023 just by focusing on that. Right. It's, yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to be a jack of all trades and know every brand for every category rather than just finding, knowing certain brands for just dresses or something. That'll be really exciting for 2023. And then obviously I need to plan for taking some time off from reselling. Hopefully I'm able to just keep doing it for the second half of my pregnancy here, but who knows (laughs) what that'll look like. See what you're feeling. Yeah. And then obviously beyond that, we'll have to figure out a maternity leave situation. Some of that it kind of goes back into the posture VA of like, what am I able to do to keep the items I do have available for sale? Do I want to do that? More things to think about, but I'm really excited. I, I think our goals this year are the most realistic and thoughtful. Like, yeah, yes, we're... like in tune with what we actually need to do to get <laughs> to the step we want to be at next. So. Oh, I have a little a little homework for you, actually. Some resources. And for anyone who's in a similar situation as you, maybe your family's growing. <laughs> I think that Thrifters Villa, they're another reselling podcast. They had people come on to interview where it was like reselling and motherhood and all like different perspectives on that. So you should check that out. And also, um, Mogi Beth recently had a baby sometime in this last year. And a lot of her YouTube videos have been about like kind of how she's juggling everything. And I know, I think her business has changed quite a bit with like that, you know? Yeah. So Interesting. Could get some ideas. Maybe not all of it's applicable to you, but like maybe a few things will make you think. It'd definitely be interesting way. to listen to. So those are, yeah. those are great suggestions. Yeah. I'll definitely check those out and definitely need to have our cousin Shelby back on the podcast very soon. Formal invitation. We know she listens to all the episodes. <laughs> call Maddie. I'll send you a Google Calendar invite. We're begging for you. Her, her maternity leave. I think it's just wrapping up, so just enough time for us to get on the schedule. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we had some goals for the podcast for 2022 that we wanted to debrief and talk about how it went. Yes. So. One of our episodes was to just be more consistent, or not one of our episodes, one of our goals was to be more consistent and have like a consistent upload schedule, putting episodes up every week and planning for breaks. Um, We did okay on this. We were, I feel like when we were on, we were on, but there was still those few times throughout the year where like we knew our lives were going to be busy and we maybe didn't just ignored it yeah <laughs> I, for some reason we just never want to cancel the episode even though like we both know deep down it's not going to come out that week but we're just like neither of us we're like playing chicken neither of us wants to say it we both don't want to like, be the bad cop yeah i know i love seeing like our spotify wrapped on our creator end it said that 98 percent of our listenership is new to our podcast in 2022 that's crazy oh wow that's amazing Welcome. Two percent. We love you, Mom, Shelby, Macy, Dad, Kristen. <laughs> you know who you are. 
Um, but to the 98% of people that found us this year, I feel like it was a really good growth year. And I think the consistency of having weekly episodes did contribute. Another goal we had for 2022 was to have guests on the podcast, which I would say is a big success because we had Thrifter Sisters on the podcast. We were on theirs. It was a whole thing. And yeah, I feel like that was a great stepping stone for us interviewing people and seeing if that was something we were like interested in before we overextended and booked all these guests something but that was like so much fun for us to just like hear their perspectives and get to ask questions we've been dying to ask them so I know there's so many other resellers that we're just dying to ask questions of as well so that's definitely something we do more of in 2023 is get some of everyone's favorite resellers on the podcast. Yes. And some of more of our family that's dabbling in reselling. Oh, yes, of course. A little spoiler for we do want to do an episode where we bring our dad on and our uncle because they've been selling some sports card collectibles online. Yes. Um, another goal we had was to have a better Instagram presence. That's been a work in progress. It's like we go in phases. It's hard because we also both have our own like personal accounts and our own reselling accounts. And then the sisters who posh, it's like we try to do a good job of posting when we have new episodes up. And we have so much fun on there, like with our, you know, people that listen to the podcast, like sending us messages. So I do want to be better about, you know, posting and stuff on there because it's like our lifeline to getting to like chat with anyone who listens to the episodes. It's just a super great way for us to connect with anyone who listens. It's like so fun keeping in touch with people that send in questions and have ideas. So that's so much fun. And I was thinking we should start doing like more reels and posts that correlate with each episode that we do. Like with the holiday gift guide, it would have been so fun to do some reels like showing some of the secondhand gifts that we put together. You know what I mean? So that was just some of our goals for the podcast. Overall, really fun year. Thank you all so much for listening. And that brings us to the end of our season three. I can't believe it's going to be season four when we come back. We're planning to take a couple weeks off, but we'll be back on January 17th with brand new episodes. Awesome. Well, it has been a great season three. Also, if you have a listener win, Q&A, or really anything you'd like us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or you can message us on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We love reading those. They really make our day. And we're going to miss you guys in the meantime, so that'll give us something to read, you know? Other than that, we'll be back January 17th. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Otherwise, love you, Tay. Love you too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Do you think it'll be annoying if I eat carrots during this episode? <laughs> or no? <laughs> Do you have any celery or what's next? We can't put this in the episode because people are going to unsubscribe. <laughs>